Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook. Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings and Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know where we are with some of the other holidays, like I don't know where Hanukkah falls this year and those kinds of things. But apart from my ignorance about that, I hope that you understand that my wish for you is genuine, that whatever it is you celebrate and whomever you celebrate it with and however you celebrate that you do it in a way that serves you, that brings you peace and joy. I want to let you know that I may be taking a two-week break between now and the end of the year. We'll be back on January 5th, have a guest on that day for you. So we'll be starting with a bang. Also want to remind you of the special webinar that I'm having on January 11th. So that's really right around the corner now. The three things you haven't thought about for your next job search I encourage you to sign up for that. We're expecting a very large crowd and we're going to really get clear on where we want to go, who we want to talk to, how we want to look for a job in 2022 with a very clear sense of purpose in mind and an understanding of ourselves and what we bring to the table. So the the link is in the show notes to sign up for that. And I hope that you will join us that night. Today, we're talking about six simple career advancing steps to take over the holidays. So I know that for many of us, it's, you know, family and good food and an opportunity to rest and unplug. And absolutely, I'm all for it. What I'd love for you to do in the midst of all of that is to reflect and journal on your professional life. Review to 2021, think about and set intentions for 2022, and I'm going to give you some specifics for those. So I've got six simple ways to help your career during the holidays that shouldn't take you much time and shouldn't detract from your ability to rest and enjoy family. Number one, I want you to think about where you should give yourself credit. So where did you slay it in 2021? You exceeded expectations. You're super proud of certain accomplishments. So for some of you, that could be, I got the job. For others of you, I got the promotion. And then for still others of you, it would be a specific task. And of course, you can do any of these with your personal life as well as your professional life. I'm talking specifically here and giving yourself credit about your professional life. So really giving yourself credit. I recommend journaling that. You certainly could say it out loud or even meditate on it, but there's something very powerful about writing things down. So that would be my, my recommendation. Number two, so we just wrote down the great things where you slayed it. Number two, you also want to write down the not so great things, the places where you miss the mark. But I want to make sure that you don't do it from a place of judgment or condemnation of yourself, but rather just observing, okay, here's a place I had this goal. I got to this. It's not where I wanted to get. In some cases, 
then that needs to be celebrated as a win. No, I didn't meet my revenue goal. I didn't meet my, you know, commission goal. I didn't have the sales volume I was supposed to have. I didn't land that account, but here's what I did do. I did get this much revenue in. I did, you know, generate this much in sales. So looking at it as a dispassionate observer of where did I fail? Where could I have done things differently? And 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 I want to keep that in mind going forward. And then was the loss or the lack of the win out of my control? Was there an issue with my boss or my employer that sort of prevented me from achieving the goal as I wanted to achieve it in the way or to the degree that I wanted to achieve it? And in some cases, it's a matter of changing your mind. And that's happened to me a lot of times. So it's not me saying, oh, I'm not going to make that goal. So let me set a lower one. It's revisiting that goal, which I typically do every quarter and saying, you know what? I'm going to shift it. Now I don't, that's not exactly the goal that I want for myself. It doesn't make sense. I want to change it a little bit or I want to scrap it all together and have a different goal. As part of this journaling process of what you did well and where you missed the mark in 2021, I love to ask these questions. And just so you know, when I have my retreat at the end of the year for my business, I will be answering these questions. I already have them on my my notes for my agenda for, for the meeting, the planning meeting to journal on these. So I want to talk about what do I want to stop doing? So in other words, what am I currently doing in my business, in my professional life that I want to stop doing? Is there something I want to start doing? So is there something that I'm not doing at all now and I want to I want to pick it up and start doing it? And then what do I want to continue doing? So what's working as is, I want to keep it going. It's it's on a good roll. So that's writing down the great stuff, the not so great stuff. Again, I highly recommend the journaling process. It's very cathartic. Number three, I want you to set one big professional goal for 2022. And I want this to be a SMART goal, which is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time sensitive. So a goal that just says, I want to get a raise is not a SMART goal. A goal that says, I want to get a 12% raise by May 1st, that's a specific measurable, hopefully achievable, realistic and time sensitive goal. As part of this step, then I want you to break down that goal into 90 day increments. So if the goal is in fact for the whole year, then what will you have accomplished by March 30th? What will you have accomplished by June 30th? What will you have accomplished by September 30th? Now, it's perfectly okay if your big goal needs to be finished by June or even March, right? If it's, if it's big enough, you know, maybe, maybe it isn't big enough if it, if it can be completed in three months, but maybe it is. So if, if your whole goal is only going to take 90 days, then obviously you don't want to wait 90 days to evaluate how you're doing on it. So in that case, the shorter the timeline, then the, sh- the more frequent you want to check in with yourself and see how you're doing. And you want to keep this goal in mind and it kind of at the forefront throughout the year. So whether that means putting it on your cell phone, having it on note cards, where can you put it where you will see it? I have it in a like a notebook that sits with me where I do my journaling in the morning and I look at that and all the steps that I want to take in my timeline. I look at that every morning. So that's number three, setting one big professional goal for 2022. Number four, I want you to set a big personal goal too. 
I think this is so incredibly important for the balance that you want in your life. You want to make sure you're moving forward in your personal life as well as your professional life. So same process. If it's a goal that's going to take all year, break it down into to 90-day benchmarks and, and segments. If it's going to be a six-month goal, maybe you you do it every month you check in. Like just Just make sure that you're checking in regularly with yourself. Number five, and this is one of my favorite ones. I want you to eliminate two or three tolerations in your life. Think about the things in your work or professional life that really drive you nuts. And yet in many cases, you probably haven't thought about, what if I got rid of that annoyance? What if I made it different so that it didn't annoy me? And and people don't think about that. What happens with tolerances is we tend to let them play in the background on a low level. They're stressful, but they're not stressing us out to the point where it gets our attention and makes us want to stop everything else to deal with it. But the cumulative effect of having a lot of annoyances or tolerations in your life can be quite great. So again, what I'm talking about here are what is something that you could eliminate the stress of that thing that you're allowing. I'm going to give you some examples to get you thinking. My personal example, and this, actually I learned about this concept of tolerations from a coach that I was listening to on a podcast. And I took her to heart and I thought, okay, where, and I I did her exercise, which was kind of write everything down and categorize it, which is what I'm going to have you do in a moment. And one of the things that really came up for me that I could probably fix relatively quickly was an issue with my car door. I had an older car at the time, and I don't remember exactly what was going on with the car door at the time, but it had something to do with it not closing well or not opening well or something. And so as I'm thinking about tolerances, I thought, you know what, that drives me nuts. It's a constant struggle with the car. So I think just that day or the next day, I went up to the body shop that isn't very far from where I live, and found out that it was going to cost like 50 bucks to get it fixed and they could do it in you know in that hour or something i could just sit there while they did it and so i scheduled it for later that week and it was done and it was fascinating to me to watch my brain through this because my brain had just not questioned it my brain had thought it was going to be very expensive to get this fixed and probably a big hassle and where would I go? I made it, I made a lot of drama around this tolerance instead of just getting my facts together and dealing with it. And once I did, I realized it's only going to cost me 50 bucks in an hour. I can get this done and get this tolerance out of my life. So what I want you to do is start by writing down as many things that you can think of at home and at work that make you nuts. The tolerances, right? I'm going to give you some examples. Then step two is to categorize each of these. So a C would be continue to tolerate for now. Again, I'm going to give you examples. So this is one that I'm going to keep on the, I'm not going to try to get rid of it yet. I'm not going to ask for help with it, but it's it's going away, but just not right now. So R is to resolve this annoyance entirely and quickly. So just let's get it off the list. Let's take care of it once and for all. And then H would be get help to minimize or eliminate. So that's what I did with my car. I had to get help. I couldn't do it myself, but I did take care of it with the help. So C is continue to tolerate for now. R is resolve this annoyance entirely now. And H is get help to minimize or eliminate the tolerance now. So an example of a of a C, a continue. 
let's say that you have a suitcase that is breaking down. Maybe it's a really good quality one, but you've had it forever. Maybe the wheels are falling off or whatever. It's just not working. But perhaps you really want that brand of suitcase or there's a brand that you've heard about it's maybe a little bit more pricey you think it's worth it but you want to wait until there's a sale and you don't have any travel plan for the next few months maybe you know something about when that company tends to have sales so you're going to recognize this is annoyance recognize i want to get this fixed before my next trip which is in maybe you know it's going to be in august or whenever it is and between now and then I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for a good sale with this company, or I know that they're going to have sales in January, whatever it is. I'm going to buy then. So we've solved the problem. We just haven't solved it yet, but we have a plan to solve the problem. So that's an example of a C to continue to tolerate for now. An example of an R, which is to resolve the annoyance entirely. Let's say you have a closet that is very disorganized and it's stressing you out. There's shoes everywhere. There's no logic to how things are laid out. You could decide that you were going to dedicate two hours this coming Saturday to fixing it. You're going to go to Home Depot or Lowe's. You're going to buy some storage solutions. You're really going to up-level the closet. You're confident that you can do it on your own. And you're, you're thinking about how great that's going to be when that's done. You're feeling really excited about that one. So that would be an R, a resolve immediately. An example of an H, which is to get help, would be you've got a kitchen sink that's constantly dripping. That's not your wheelhouse. You're not going to get in there with a wrench or anything. You're going to hire a plumber or maybe just a general handyman this week, right? So you're going to take specific steps to get somebody in there to fix that leaky faucet this week. So think about that. Write down all the things that are annoying you. Are there things with your car or with your your residence or things in relationships, things that are going on at work? So it can be between people. It can be with objects. It can be circumstances, anything that is annoying you, causing you low-level stress, and then come up with a plan to overcome them, categorize them, and come up with it. So here's some additional annoyances. Maybe you want to solve for the fact that you're, you feel like you're getting cheated out of a lot of your weekend because you're having to mow the lawn, clean the house. That was a big one for me. I have to have a cleaning lady and I live in an apartment now, so I don't need anybody mowing anything, but I do need somebody to clean for me because I can make way more money while she's cleaning my house and serving my clients than I can by picking up a, you know, a toilet brush or something. Maybe it's something about your transportation. So something about your vehicle or the lack of a vehicle, whatever it is about transportation, it could be anything that's disorganized, it's causing you extra time and probably some stress to navigate, find the thing you need to find, or just the visual impact of it is stressful for you. It could be anything you're overdue on. So maybe you're stressed out by a lack of doctor's appointments like I haven't followed through. I need to get these these things scheduled, these normal tests scheduled. I'm overdue for an oil change in my car and the light keeps flashing on. I haven't filed my taxes. Whatever it is that hasn't gotten done in a timely manner, that can be a low-level stress. And then any important conversation you've been putting off, right? So if you need to have a conversation with a boss, a coworker, a family member, your spouse, then let's get that scheduled and get that in there. So that's number five is to eliminate 
two to three tolerances. Just I'm not asking you to get rid of all of them, but just find a couple that you can attack in 2022, hopefully sooner rather than later. And then number six, I want you to drop into your future self. So I want you to think about December 31st, 2022. You've achieved your big professional goal, your big personal goal. You've removed at least two or three annoyances, maybe more. And you're really just firing on all cylinders. I want you to journal if possible, but definitely drop into that space to picture the best scenario for you and write that down. What does it look like? How do you feel? What has changed in your life? What are your thoughts about yourself? All of that. And keep that, keep that list, keep that note that's that journaling to yourself. And then, then make a note to pull it out on December 31st of 2022 and see how closely does it match the reality that you created for yourself. It can be a lot of fun to look at that and help you as you plan for 2023. It can be a really useful tool. I hope this has helped you to think about some things that you can do to really help get you on the right track for 2022. You have got this. You can do it. Reach out to me with any questions that you have about this process or any maybe revelations that you had while you did it. And as I said, I'm taking a couple of weeks off. So don't forget to sign up for the special webinar on January 11th. And I will see you again on January 5th. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.